gentlemen boys and girls what is going on my name is Justin this is sports sales and coffee and I appreciate you taking the time out of your very busy day and allowing me to enter your ear holes and tickle that beautiful brain of yours with a little bit of information a little bit of knowledge and even some motivation that will hopefully help you reach and exceed your sales goal and be the alpha the dominant one in your office that's what I want I want you to line your pockets with commission checks with the new agreements. I want you to kick that sales goal in the junk, throw up the deuces and help others exceed their sales goal as well. I'm trying to push out positivity. I just want you to do well from the bottom of my heart. That's what I really want. If you enjoy what you're listening to, it'd mean the world to me. If you could leave a rating, a comment, uh, and hit that subscribe button to wherever you listen to this podcast, whether it be iTunes, Spotify, or any other of, of the, the six I think it's on. And follow me on social media, at Sports Sales Coffee on Instagram, at Sports Sales Coffee on Facebook, at SSC underscore podcast on Twitter, and then Sports Sales and Coffee on LinkedIn. Slide in my DMs, let me know your thoughts, your feelings, um, your feedback just has been um, uh, amazing. I absolutely love it. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, So yeah, let's just kind of jump right in. This isn't going to be a very long episode. I know I say that every time and then I just keep rambling and and it's a long episode. (laughs) But um, this one shouldn't be. I want to kind of piggyback off of last episode, episode 32. So episode 33, which I thought was just a great tie-in, was um, the meeting post-game of post-gaming your meetings. We talked about pre-gaming and how important they are. I think equally as, as important are the post-game. Um, it's going to put you in the right mindset. It's going to set you up for success. It's going to set you up to make sure that you're able to follow up with the prospect, that you're able to, you know, just... And it, and it works for me because if I can set my guidelines and I can go over the certain things, you know, towards the end of the meeting and then after the meeting, it sets me up so I've, I'm going to follow up. I'm going to follow through with what we talked about with the prospect. And, and just doing that, it's going to kind of, you know, build a relationship with them. It's going to show that you're not just there to bullshit them, that you're actually going to follow up and you're actually going to do really well. So we're going to talk about that. Um yeah, you know, what's up with my life? Not much. I'm in the foxhole with you. I got about five weeks until opening day, so the stress level is about to be at an all-time high. Um, I'm going to try to go in the office. Um, this is going to be released on Tuesday. It's actually Monday night right now, so I'm actually going to try to hit the office pretty early tomorrow, get some busy work in, because right now, 
Um, the stressful time for me is not because I got to sell and I got to hit my sales goal. And, and you know, I got, I got a lot of irons in the fire. It should be a good year for me if everything falls into place. Even if things don't fall into place, I've done enough work where um, things are going to fall into place for me. Like, I'm just a big believer in that. I'm a big believer in positive, you know, having a positive mindset. So that's what my mindset is. Um, it's just, it's the busy work of making sure, you know, you're crossing your T's, you're dotting your I's, you have your logos, you have your video board stuff, you have your program ads, your pocket schedules, anything for print that you're making sure to follow up with groups that, that you got to get you know, your group nights going, you got to get your, you know, your online sales, you got to get your individuals and it just, it's a lot of busy work that comes into it as well leading up to the season and it all kind of comes up as once because, you know, working in the sports, this is the only industry I've worked in where you have a date, like everything starts on this certain time. When I was selling office supplies or, or when I was selling, you know, um, uniforms, I couldn't think of that for the long, I, I'm an idiot. I couldn't think of that. Um, uniforms, like it just was a week to week basis or it was a quarter to quarter basis. Um, but this is like everything leads up. And then especially that I'm in minor league baseball, I have 70 games. So I got to make sure that I, I'm hitting on all cylinders starting game one and I'm, I'm going all cylinders until game 70 um, and then hopefully there's playoffs and that's a little bonus but um, so I'm in the foxhole with you trying to set meetings trying to do all that stuff like today I had a current partner who I definitely thought was in um, I put him on my, prod- my probable category um, they threw up the deuces and, and said they're out they said they're gone so I got to replace that one so put that on the uh, on the pile but hey if you believe you can do it and you're putting in the work and, and you're putting in um, just the necessary steps, it's it's going to fall into place for you. I promise you. I promise you it's going to fall into place. Um, but, yeah, so let's just jump in. Episode 33, um, big number. Big number. 33. Uh, Larry Bird, big Boston fan. So, Larry Bird, 33 is special to me. Um, meeting post game. I think this is equally as important because, like I said, it's going to set you up for success. It's going to set you up for the follow-up. It's going to set you up to be persistent um, and kind of come back with when you say you're going to do something that you're going to do it. I think the first step of the meeting post-game starts in the meeting itself. It's at the end of the meeting. Um, and what you want to do is is what I like to do is you got to confirm the next step. you got to confirm when are you going to follow up with them? When are you going to send that, you know, that email? When are you going to have that meeting, that phone call? What's the next step? Do they have to talk to their boss? Um, if they do, should you be in that meeting? Or what can you present them to go into that meeting with their boss? What can you do? What's the next step? What's the next step in the process for you to get this bad boy sold? And then also with that is what do you need to get done for them? Are you going to send them a proposal? Are you going to answer any questions that came up in the meeting? Are you going to send them in a new idea? Do you have to get a get an answer to a question from your general manager or from your director or from your coworker to see if something's available? Like, what do you need to do when you leave? What's your homework to get back to them? And then also what I like to do in that meeting is I also kind of like recap the meeting of, hey, yeah, we talked about this and that, so... I'm going to get you the answers of, do we have any more outfield signs available? Or, you know, thinking outside the box of, could we do X, Y, Z? And when you're recapping the meeting with them and you're setting up and you're confirming the next step, 
then you're not annoying them when you do call them on Tuesday or when you do email them on Monday or do when you do go back to their office on Wednesday. It's You're not annoying them because you agreed to the meeting. And also by setting up the next step in person or on the phone when you're talking to them, you have a, a higher percentage rate of getting that second touch or that follow-up meeting because you're on the phone with them or you're in person. So they're going to agree to it. So you're just, you unless the meeting is absolute garbage and you guys aren't doing anything, which does certainly happen. But if there's a next step, by setting that at the end of the meeting, it's going to set you up to get that next meeting and get that next step. So that's the first thing. The first step of post-game meeting happens at the tail, tail, tail end of your meeting before you say goodbye is when you can confirm the next step of when to follow up and then you're doing your homework assignment of what needs to get done for them. Number two, this is where I might sound a little crazy. You want to recap the meeting with your manager or with your director or with your coworker or even by yourself out loud. You want to talk to yourself in your car on your drive back to the office or when you hang up the phone and you're in your office or you're in the war room and you want to kind of post-game that meeting. And what I like to do post-game meeting is this is where you're like you're watching if you like if you're an athlete, you're watching tape of of the game. You want to go back when it's still fresh in your mind of what did you what did you think you did right? What did you think you could have done better? Any questions that you tripped over? Or maybe what questions you should have asked? And then you want to write down key points of the meeting to reference later. By doing this, you're going to practice yourself to see what you're doing well and what you're doing wrong. You can even post-game this meeting with someone who's not even at the meeting with you. You can talk to them about it. And they can come back of well, what I say, and this is what happened, and this is how I responded. By by doing it when it's fresh in your mind, you know, you're going to be able to come up with something. And especially when you're new and you're coming into and you're doing meetings by yourself, of you might be saying, God damn it, Justin, like I should have I should have answered this question this way instead of this way. By post-gaming it afterwards and recapping the whole meeting. You're going to be able to find your faults or you're going to find your successes. You might be like, damn right, Justin, you answered that question perfectly. Like what I did right was I asked this question that opened the door to get me to the next question that got me to lead to that they're going to want a billboard because they love branding and I was able to pull them into that way so they believed it was their idea. Like I was able to do a little inception on that ass and make them think that it was their idea that they want a billboard, not my idea. You know what I mean? But by doing that, when it's fresh in your mind, it's going to help you. I do it too. Every meeting, I talk to myself. I talk to myself all the time. Because by me saying it and hearing it, it works a lot better than just me doing it in my mind. And then writing down key points of the meeting. You're going to reference those later when you do your follow-up. Which comes to kind of step three. Is complete what you said you would. Send them the idea. Send them the answer to their question. Send them the proposal. Send them what they were asking for. And then you can reference a key thing to the meeting of, of oh, hey, also, this. I talked to my GM, and no, we can't sponsor our, our beer cups because they're already done by Bud Light or Miller Light or, or something like that. We're under, under contract. Or no, we can't put our logo or your logo on our staff shirts. Or no, we can't do this. Or yes, we can do this by... 
complete what you said you were going to do and get that back to them as fast as possible. I like to try to send them an email later that day or if not the next day if I have to like look for questions because I want them to know that I came back and I worked on it, that they are very important to me. You're going to set the tone that you're going to take care of them by doing that. So take care of them by doing that, (laughs) you know, like complete what you said you would. And step four, plan your next step with them. But plan your next step internally. What else might they be interested in? Because you wrote down those key points of reference, what's your next step? I've been there before where I couldn't find this example. I had this meeting with this person. They were interested in, um, what was it? They were interested in uh, a PA read, but it was, I believe it was flyouts. They were interested in flyouts, and I couldn't find the graphic that we made up a couple years ago. So I sent them the email with the information about it, follow up, and also I, I put something in there with foul balls or something like that. It was one of the two. And I sent them a different logo that we made up for someone with steals because I couldn't find the flyout logo. I couldn't find that little gift that we made up. I found it, and then, and then so I planned it that I was going to send it to them in three days that I found it, I, you know, I was able to recover it, this is it. The reason why I wanted to space it out was that I was planning my next step is that in three days, I can ask them if they talk to the team, what their thoughts were, and then this is also bringing value, is because like we talked about, I was able to find it. Now I acknowledged in my first email after I met with them that I wasn't able to find it, and that I was still looking for it, but I followed up with the, I answered the other questions they wanted. Then three days later, three business days, I sent them the GIF that we made up for them, or that we that we used in the past, and said this is more reference, and then I asked if they were able to talk to the team. So I was planning my next step internally so I knew where to go. Also, you want to talk to your coworkers or your manager and kind of get their input of what do they think your next step should be. Should you follow up immediately? You know, yes. But should you follow up again with something else? Or should you maybe hold something back so you know that you can follow up with value in two days, in three days? Should you call them? Should you stop by? So ask them their input. You know what I mean? And just follow that send up email. That's it. Those four easy steps. It's not rocket science. But it's very, very, very important in my head and in my mind that you post game meetings because it's just going to set you up and make sure that you're following up. And that's the secret sauce. That's the secret mojo. That is it. it. When following up and being persistent with people and just making sure you're in front of them, that's the way to succeed. That's my honest belief is that following up is the way to do it. And by post-gaming your meetings, by making sure you're setting yourself up for success, making sure that you're confirming the next step, when to follow up, that you're getting done what you said you were going to get done, and you're holding back value so you can give it to them in pieces so you can continue to follow up with them, is going to give you success in my mind, and I'm getting excited about this, and I'm a little raspy, and it's 11 o'clock at night, and I'm pumped up, and now I'm not going to sleep until 2 a.m. because I'm jazzed up about this because I honestly, honestly believe it. By post-game your meeting and setting your mind right, you're going to be able to go into your next meeting, your next call, 
perfectly. Just like pre-gaming, you want to set a little barrier between each meeting because you want to be able to post-game it. Make sure you set up your to-do list of what to get them. That's it. I told you this was going to be a long one. It's about 15 minutes. Maybe. Let me check. It's exactly 15 minutes. That's actually a lot longer than I thought. I just went through it. But that's what I honestly believe, man. I really, really believe. And now I know I dropped my phone a little bit. So, you know, you hear the click, click, clicking. But the meeting post game is so important in my head. And it can set you up. And it's not just for rookie reps or first year reps. It's for every rep. It's for, I mean, I just want to use the F-bomb like three or four times in the last like two minutes. And I just keep remembering my mom, do not use that F-bomb. So I'm not going to. You're, you're welcome, mom. But that's it. That's it. I hope this made sense for, I hope this made sense for you. I hope you're already pre-gaming your meetings. And I hope this is just jazzing you up because I know you can do it. I know you can dominate. I know you're going to kill it. You're taking the necessary steps right now of doing the extra step of, of listening uh, to me talk, but that's it. I want to keep this under 20 minutes. So I'm done rambling. Follow me on social media at sports sales coffee on Instagram at sports sales coffee on Facebook at SSC underscore podcast on Twitter and then sports sales and coffee on LinkedIn. Follow me like subscribe, slide into my DMS, like subscribe, comment on wherever you listen to the podcast. It'd mean the absolute world to me. And then just remember pregame your meetings, post-game your meetings, it's going to set you up in the right mind space. And my topics, not my topic, but my suggestions aren't like the Bible. They're not the word of God. This is just what I've done that I've found successful. If you think I'm batshit crazy, but you like parts of it and you want to use it as a framework, I really hope you do. Because by pre-gaming and post-gaming meetings, and especially especially doing these and taking the time. It's going to set you up in the mindset and you're going to succeed. I swear to God and I appreciate it. So thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you for listening. Go sell something. Make this the best week ever. I'm going to see you next time.